0: I'm playing basketball at Lehigh and I'm going through, uh, you know, introduction to mutual funds through IB, and my coach has done something similar or at least has an arm's length view on it. That's an interesting discussion that's going to break out, right? And like that's, that's where real development starts to occur. And so, from our perspective, it is, it's clear we want to bring the resources out to administrators and coaches and more, and, and they want them.
1: You're listening to Traders Insight Radio by Interactive Brokers. Find more podcasts and daily market commentary at tradersinsight.news. Please remember any trading discussions are for information purposes only and are not intended to portray recommendations. Please listen to further disclosures at the end of today's episode. Now, welcome to our show. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to IBQR Traders Insight Radio Podcast. I'm Stephen Levine, Senior Market Analyst at Interactive Brokers. I'm your host for today's program, where we'll be talking about the importance of financial education. Not only what we offer here through the IBKR campus, but what those offerings can mean to those who choose to tackle the basics and complexities of the financial markets. In this case, collegiate and professional athletes. Here with us to provide their insights are Vin McCaffrey, CEO and Founder of Gameplan, along with Andrew Wilkinson, IBKR's Director of Trading Education. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for taking the time.
0: It's a pleasure to be here, thanks.
1: Very welcome, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing great, I'm doing great. I think before we get started, Andrew, I should wish you a very, very happy anniversary. I
2: understand this year marks your 15th year here at IBKR. Well, 13, I was away for two years, but I came back in a blaze of glory. <laughs> it's all great. Well, education. Education is our focus, and
1: education is important. Uh, And it seems fairly common these days that the broker community offers educational material about the financial markets, uh, as well as what different economic data means. In fact, IBKR and Gameplan have recently embarked on a collaborative initiative to help collegiate professional athletes and others to have ready access to and engage more with certain educational material offered through care's campus. Uh, a little bit about GamePlan. The company was founded by Vin McCaffrey back in 2008 as a way to help college athletes find jobs. And since then, he's evolved it into a platform that integrates e-learning, mentorship, and career services for athletics organizations, uh, including over 900 athletics organizations across the U.S., as well as all the major professional leagues. Uh, Vin, the GamePlan platform offers courses on a host of different topics uh responsible gaming professional development uh, as well as introductory courses through ibkr's traders academy and, and we'll circle back to that in a bit but uh basically i understand game plan as a as a platform for e-learning and career services but can, can you tell us more about your company how did it all begin
0: yeah we're the largest provider of education to athletes in the country but interestingly enough we started with the idea of indeed.com for athletes. We wanted to help athletes get jobs because of all the great transferable skills they have. Um, employers desire those transferable skills. If you kind of think what those are, team-oriented, competitive, receive feedback well, so forth. Uh, we wanted to help those collegiate professional athletes as they transitioned out. So that was, that was the initial genesis. The, the, the challenge became really quickly of it becoming a chicken or egg dilemma in that You have to have the athletes to be able to get the jobs you have to have the jobs to be able to get the athletes and and so that's it's a fundamental challenge we ran into we started to build some tools online to help an athlete think about their transition into the workforce to go work for an interactive broker for example and and interestingly enough the schools the athletics departments the collegiate athletics departments we were working with be able to 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 be able to pull in the student athletes into the platform, started using those assessment instruments, and they were identity assessments around your interest, uh, where you would fit culturally. They weren't using them to help the student athlete on the transition out. They were actually helping them on the transition in. And that was a bit of an aha moment for us, saying that we're as opposed to solving for this transactional challenge of let's help an athlete get a job, the indeed model, let's help an athlete move through this journey. And what we realized is the assessment instruments, and we followed up pretty quickly with some education, really took form and, and it was a great fit. And, and it, we started solving a lot of problems both on campus as well as in
1: professional leagues. So I understand you started this in 2008. Uh, so, you know, we had the housing crisis then and, and we had the credit crunch. Uh, I, I wonder if any of what happened back then inspired or, or affected your decision to provide more financial education where, where you believed it, it might be needed
0: yeah you know at the moment in time i would say probably not uh you know because we were again with the mission of helping from the career standpoint but under the covers you know i i played college basketball 25 plus years ago but in the summer i worked at merrill lynch um i've i've i I would presume that i've thought about investment education for a long time and and seeing athletes going through the experiences that we do and and the number of athletes that we have in the platform now, I've always thought there's a real opportunity and a need here. But when we were going out and trying to solve that particular mission of focus around career development. It wasn't until a few years later when we started to realize that it's all one common experience that an athlete's moving through or an individual for that matter is moving through. Um, and that's the development and growth. Particularly if you think about you know, your collegiate experiences, it's all coming at you real fast. So the need for investment education is really high uh, and, and we fit that now, which is a unique aspect of it. But, but at the time, 2008, it was just get this thing off the ground. Let's help, let's help some athletes get some jobs. Um, it, you know, now, 2020 hindsight, we look back and say, yeah, investment education is a critical path for that, for that individual.
1: So who exactly? I know, I know you work with all these athletics organizations. Are, are they all, athletes that that use this or uh, who exactly uses it? And and how is it that they use it? I mean, uh, do they have like progress tracking and this kind of thing or or how how does it work? So
0: if you think about it, we're approaching, approaching close to a thousand athletic organizations. So that's collegiate athletics departments, uh, professional leagues, all the major professional leagues. And our primary user is the athlete. In college, the collegiate student-athlete. In pro sports, the minor league athlete or the professional athlete. And so that's our primary user. We've since expanded the use case within the platform to their primary stakeholders, coaches, administrators, and more, and so that's a big aspect of the key user base. Uh, But but first and foremost, the focus is around the athlete. those organizations work with game plan as an athletics organization. So we're not working with an individual athlete from that standpoint. We're not a, we're not a consumer product from that perspective. But what's interesting is it, it tends more times than not to start in collegiate athletics, they would call compliance education, professional athletics might be rules education. And so from that standpoint, uh, it's must have forms of education that tend to be highly trackable uh, you think about collegiate athletics, regardless of what, um, organization or association you're playing in NAIA junior college or the NCAA, there, there are a set of rules that student athletes have to abide by. And so we provide that rules education in a highly trackable form. If you're an athletics administrator, you know, I've played basketball at Lehigh. If you're Lehigh athletics, that's a big benefit because now it's a simple tool to be able to send out all that education in one place. And it works really easy and simple. And we're an extension of the athletics department at that point where, where the magic happens in our mind, because our mission has been focused uh, for years now on this idea of seeing an athlete through their own personal journey. Once an athlete starts in rules education, compliance 101, that's never where we wanted to, to land and live, but it's a hell of a starting point. So if we're able to start with the athlete in a place that's a must-have form of education, and we begin to learn a little bit about their interests, we learn a little bit about their cultural fit, we learn a little bit about their major, we learn a little bit about them, we're able to then introduce other forms of education. Some of those forms may come in the form of required aspect associated with their, their campus or league uh, that they have to go through. Uh, could, be, could be investment education is required. But we also make that investment education, for example, what we're doing with, with Interactive brokers from the standpoint of, of just an optional opportunity. But the more we learn about that athlete, our, our learning systems behind the scenes are able to then suggest and recommend certain parts of the platform to that person. And, uh, and that's where it's great. So the student athlete or professional athlete starts with compliance. They're going to land in a place that's going to see education and opportunities that will guide them for years after.
1: Yes, and, and I mean, there's the, the academic side of it, I suppose, and then there's also the the practical side of it, right? Uh, and as far as I understand, you know, financial education in general, I mean, to apply any of it, uh, it really is like sports uh, in that way. I mean, in, in the way that you're, you're earning, right? Every yard of the way, you, you really have to fight for every yard uh, and understand what you're doing every step of the way. Um, so Andrew, uh people who are just starting out uh, on the road to becoming savvy traders and investors uh they have to they have to start somewhere on their journey right um so what does it what does it look like for someone just starting out uh, in terms of financial education um, what do they start off with exactly in your view
2: yeah so i I suppose you know most people read the internet they used to read a newspaper, but you know you you, you find certain portals. You'll go to Google Finance, Yahoo Finance, uh, you know, you'll, you'll look at articles from Market Watch uh, or the Wall Street Journal online. You might even get a subscription. And for, for anybody with uh, a 401k, for example, at Fidelity, you can log in there and, you know, stay abreast of what's actually happening in the market.
1: Uh, yes. And I suppose paying attention to those resources, uh, also those in the IB Care campus, and we'll explore those uh, more deeply a bit later, Uh, But it's all becoming increasingly important these days. I mean, we've been experiencing some critical challenges in the economy, uh, namely inflation, uh, as well as uh, monetary policy decisions by uh, not only the Fed, but but people are also watching the ECB in Europe closely and and other global central banks. Uh, So many uh, heightened risks, uh, geopolitical tensions and so on. I mean... We've had major events in the financial markets and economy in the past. Obviously, the uh, the 2008 crisis. Uh, we've had, you know, the, the Great Depression. Um, I don't know if we're facing something like that now. Uh, a lot of people are talking about a great great recession. I don't know where we're headed, but the need for uh, the need for financial education. I mean, Vin, do you see that there are certain events uh, today that are driving? Uh, financial education now, especially for college, uh, for college athletes, for professionals?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yes. To answer your question. Uh, you know, deep down college athletes, professional athletes focus in for a moment on the college athletics side, uh, because there are some unique uh, distinctions between a collegiate and professional athlete. Sometimes they're blended together with some of the goings on, but the reality is they're very different in how they approach um, the experience. Collegiately, they're a college student and college is really expensive. And depending if they're on a full scholarship or not, really impacts one's idea of how they're thinking about their finances, for example. Um, Lately, and I'm not sure if you're a big college sports fan or not, but there's been a few initiatives that have uh, taken off, uh, taken a lot of the lion's share associated with the media uh, where student athletes are able to to leverage their name, image, and likeness to make some money. and, and I don't look at that as a bad thing, but it's an interesting opportunity that some of these student athletes are making quite a bit of money by and large. Overall, I think if you kind of normalize it across the half a million student athletes playing sports, today, it's probably not a lot, but, but there are bucket where there's quite a bit of money coming their way that would look akin to a professional athlete. Yeah. There's some other legislation that's out there as well. Austin case where some of the, the athletics departments can choose to actually compensate their student athletes over and above what they're receiving from a scholarship. So the point in saying all that is, in the last 12, 24 months, and I would say definitely in the last 12 months, things have heated up in college athletics to the extent that student athletes are learning how to leverage the opportunity to make money as a collegiate student athlete. There's not a huge discussion in terms of what they do with that money and how they handle it and how they manage it yeah. beyond some of the basics what I would kind of draw a distinction between financial literacy and investment education. So when we saw the opportunity to partner with IB, we thought, well, this is this is great. Uh, you know, it times it's of the essence as well, because we started seeing and hearing this directly from athletics departments and schools and student athletes. Uh, we made an acquisition late last year, wonderful group of people in a, in a business called Athlete Viewpoint. It's a larger provider of survey education survey to athletes. Um, so all those analytics to help understand what's an athlete really looking for? Investment, education, financial education was way up on the list <laughs> across the board, yeah. freshmen through seniors. And, and to be able to come and work with the athletes in the fashion that we do, because remember, they're already in there. They're already going through Compliance 101. So we're now doing the education associated with uh, Interactive Brokers leading that discussion. It's been phenomenal.
1: You know, I wonder, I, I wonder, I know these surveys sound really insightful and informative to draw a picture of where interests lie in terms of uh, where where financial education stacks up. Um, I wonder if that's changed over time or or whether there have been any challenges that have uh, stymied interest or or made it uh, not ranked as high as it maybe it is today.
0: Yeah, it's a a wonderful question. And I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. One of the reasons, the thesis that I loved and got my head around with the survey business when we went through the acquisition was there's a lot of anecdotal stuff that, you know, I'll be polite and just call it stuff out uh, uh-huh. <laughs> there that people tend to chase. Uh, squeaky wheel gets the grease. And, and, and that's frustrating because it just represents one small data point. You know, I, if I read one page in a chapter of a book, I don't think I have a real clear view on what that book is. Right. But yet that's what we see happening around collegiate professional athletics very often. And so by the, the idea of pulling an athlete viewpoint is we want a direct view on how the athlete's thinking about major topics, major things that are happening in their lives at that moment in time. And the beauty of having the educational system there, it sets it up. So it allows us to be able to gain direct insight, but then follow up with action, right? To be able to provide an educational path. yeah. And then ultimately see it from a career standpoint. What we loved, you know, that's our business model. Um, I had a dear friend of mine once say to me, if you ask a student athlete, collegiate student athlete to go to one place, they'll go to one. If you ask them to go to two places, they'll go to both. If you ask them to go to three places, they probably won't go to any. And, yeah. and that's really where we where we live. We've streamlined that education and developmental experience all to one place. Where where we're now so excited about to be able to work with an interactive broker is we think it's this idea of, of how do you do well by doing good. Uh, you all are experts in investment and you, you're you also experts in investment education. And, and so if we can bring a really unique audience together, athletes, collegiate professional athletes, you'll benefit them because of your ability to deliver education around investment uh, and financial growth and development that they're seeking because we know they are. Um, in the, in the best way possible. And then the do well by doing good model comes back to, we're also gonna be able to activate your brand in a way that's really powerful to you. And, and we think that's a win, right? In a sense, we're like a, you know, we're the traffic cop there, right? We're, so we're, we're guiding that, but we're finding the, pr- the right partners who really focus on our mission and see the world similarly around the journey. And, uh, and it was clear just working with Interactive Broker through that window that you do, you're seeing it from the long haul from the standpoint, yeah, let's start working with an educational process for a college student so that long haul, you know, 20, 30 years down the line, you get to be an old man like me, you're in a better place. And uh, and, and we just love the vision. It's not this transactional idea, just make a quick buck. It was really for the long haul to work with that young person. And uh, it's been exciting to pull together.
1: Yes, and I know with uh, Traders Academy, we we offer a long list of different courses, different topics, uh, everything from financial products to trading and investment strategies to uh, macroeconomics and microeconomics. Uh, Andrew, Traders Academy is, is one of our platforms, and I understand certain Courses there play a large role in, in IBKR's initiative with game plan. Uh, but can you give us a, a bigger picture of the IBKR campus? I mean, what, what, are, what are our educational offerings at IBKR? And, uh, you know, how, how do they work?
2: Well, well, first of all, any of our educational material is completely free. You don't have to pay a penny to learn anything to help educate yourself and so on. So that's a massive uh, benefit right out of the gate. We, we use the expression that there are six pillars of education So let let me run through each of those pillars and we can kind of splice out from there. Yeah, great. There's Traders Insight, so that's tradersinsight.news. That brings together market color from probably 90 to 100 different contributors throughout the month. We work with third parties, uh, other financial services companies, research providers, exchanges and so on. And We aggregate all of that. We post probably 20 articles a day, it starts in Hong Kong, our colleagues in uh, ZOOG and London post and then we do the majority of the posting here in uh, headquarters at uh, in Greenwich, Connecticut. Uh, Traders Academy is kind of, we started off with webinars and then decided to break those educational pieces down into short form, more consumable videos. So that's on-demand uh, platform, and I'm talking about Trader Workstation or any of our mobile offerings. Uh, and then we, we we broke out into you know teaching about different asset classes. The third one is what we're doing here, uh, podcasts. We launched podcasts back in January 2022 and we've been publishing one every week. Mm-hmm. And that would cover on-demand financial topics, market themes, the Federal Reserve, uh, or a deep dive into an asset class such as options, just to help people yep. understand how they work. Um, then we have webinars, uh, which are both live and then available for any time download. Uh, and these are presentations that inform the investor about certain themes, and we do this in, in partnership with financial services companies or our own research providers. So we're talking about exchanges such as the CME, CBO. Uh, we work with companies up in Canada, such as uh, Bank of Montreal, and the Options Industry Council uh, out of Chicago, an industry regulator for the options market. We also have the Quant Blog. Uh, that's all things code-driven to help automate the investment decision. That little blog on its own has become quite a little powerhouse, and we find a lot of our customers are really interested in API capabilities and trading. And that kind of segues neatly into the sixth pillar which is a student trading lab, which is a collaboration with educators in which university professors can provide IBKR's trader workstation and market data as part of the curriculum for free to run trading contests and to access and build and test APIs. Yeah. So that, that's all, 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 all six pillars. It's taken about five years to build that whole thing out, Steve. It's been, um, you know, you're part of the growth of that, um, you know, being one of our, course, material providers. Well, it's an
1: amazing team. You know, I mean, that's constructed this under your leadership. I mean, it it, it really has become quite a place for people with different specialties or interests or, or methods of learning, whether that's commentary through Traders Insight or more educational uh, course-structured materials through Traders Academy. I mean, each one of these has its, its own unique qualities that really provides a way to learn. So, uh, let's talk a little bit more about Traders Academy, because I know it plays, you know, a big role in, in IB Care's initiative with Gameplan. Uh, Traders Academy has a, a lot of our own in-house course material and, and a lot of third-party material. Uh, but from your perspective, what's the value for, for any investor in, in our Traders Academy
2: material? Traders Academy replaced the core webinar program. The idea was to make Trader Workstation platform more consumable by breaking it down into short videos. Then we added study notes and quiz materials to help the learning experience. But beyond Trader Workstation, there are additional platforms, such as the mobile platforms. This was a natural progression for Traders Academy to to grow. We decided to teach uh, basics about different markets, asset classes, so stocks, options, futures, Forex, bonds, and so on. And to keep a completely balanced view, we enlisted course material from some third-party subject specialists. We asked Exchange IEX, for example, to create an introduction to equity market structure. State Street and Wisdom Tree provided content for ETFs and ETPs, respectively. Mm -hmm. And for education on risks associated with leveraged and inverse ETFs, we asked Direction to work with us. And we'll also draw extensively upon CME group material for futures market education to explain the fundamentals of several commodity markets and concepts. So it's it's particularly broad. We try and cover as many asset classes as we possibly can and to actually do the investor a favor
1: for yeah. free. So, okay, let's jump back a bit then and, and take a closer look at how uh, this may benefit athletes. Uh, Vin, uh, what are what are some of IB Care's course offerings and content you've, you've honed in on uh, for your platform?
0: Yeah, as we launched, there's seven courses uh, and they're they're introductory uh but it's it's across your mutual funds uh equity markets the, the general stock market yep. what are corporate bonds municipal bonds options uh etfs so it's it's really it is introductory but it's laying a foundation we believe for future that the way our application is set up um, and we're talking there in the last 12 months there's well over 200,000 courses in our platform completed. Right, so this is happening wow, every day. In pretty big demand. Yeah. So by bringing out what we're doing here, we're testing the heck out of it to see our student athletes comprehending this. Are they? What's their sentiment associated with it? But let's out. Let's lay out the building blocks. Uh, let's lay out the fundamentals, and then see what's next. What we're excited about is there's there's a, a few different forms of education. There's a few different forms and mediums. Historically, we lived in the e-learning world, and it's really good. It's great. It's highly trackable. Um, you know, the, de- depending on the, the content itself, highly interactive. We've expanded that. Uh, we're now in the world of podcasts.
1: Thus, we're on this. <laughs>
0: so we're hosting some of your podcasts on the platform. Oh, that's great. So that be able to, to capture in in, uh, in micro form. Um, we have a number of different videos that you've all offered that we're going to be able to bring in, highlight reels, if you will. So uh, so it's going to come in a, fa- a couple of different mediums. E-learning is going to be a key part that we're going to be dialed in to see comprehension rates and focus and how the student-athletes, pro-athletes are thinking about it. But beyond that, we really are excited about bringing these other mediums in, which are more topical. Uh, you're not going to build out an e-learning course based on the fact that you know, today, we, you know, crypto's had a really tough day. Uh, so but if in a topical way, if a, if a podcast can touch on that, you know, we're going to be in a place that can deliver that to student athletes really quick and rapidly. And I'm using that as an example, but it's a real one. And that's one that we feel good about to be able to bring in back to the point of do good and do well. You guys are the experts. So let's we just we're the audience. We're the mechanism to be able to bring you bring that audience to you. Right. And that's the important part.
1: It's, it's a great collaboration. Uh, and you mentioned that these educational offerings are not just for say, the collegiate athletes and the professionals, but also for coaches and for staff administration. So it, it sounds like you're really building out or growing a whole community uh, that can talk to each other with a familiar base of offerings and courses uh, in, in your e-learning platform.
0: There's a lot coming out of college professional coach administrator today. I mean, their day is not pleasant in many respects. It's a hard day right now. But they're, this is on their mind and, and they're in game plan to start with. So by bringing these resources out, we think it's a value add. Uh, but that's not the reason we did it. The, the real reason we do it is we look at that coach as a primary stakeholder of the athlete. If they begin to get a basis of familiarity with investment education, that's a really big positive culturally for that young person. If I'm playing basketball at Lehigh and I'm going through, uh, you know, introduction to mutual funds through IB and my coach has done something similar or at least has an arm's length view on it, that's an interesting discussion that's going to break out. Right. And like that's that's where real development starts to occur. And so from our perspective, it is it's clear we want to bring the resources out to administrators and coaches and more. And, and they want that. But ultimately, the reason we're looking at this as the win is the mission. Uh, so, if we can bring all that out through the collaboration that's going to occur when we're not in the room, when the kid's not in the app, that becomes a real thing. And uh, and we're really excited by it. We've already started to see it and hear about it, very anecdotally. But we're going to start to measure that very quickly post summer, how that's uh, on, even on the rollout, because that's where we're starting to get a lot of excitement around
1: this. Well, it, it, I I I can only see good things happening with all of this. I mean, education is. Important. Uh, It's critical. And uh, especially in today's environment. Uh, And you mentioned our podcast, so a little shameless plug. But, you know, we have one on uh, uh, inflation rates and recession. What's the worst that can happen? Um, I think it really spells out or draws a picture of, of what the environment is today and what we possibly could be looking forward to not so much looking forward uh, in that traditional sense, but uh, what's on the horizon. Uh, and learning all this financial education in today's environment uh, is really, really at a uh, pivotal time. Um, it, we're, we're really going through a transition, it seems, so. Uh, I
0: agree. I mean, think about these young people who are leaving school, leaving sports. They're they're going through a hell of a transition to start with, mentally. The, their identities all in as an athlete. Now they're making the transition into life after sport uh giving them this base of knowledge is you know it's a fantastic investment you guys have made uh to that experience and it's it's already you know been you know thought through from the standpoint of like where it fits but you know i don't think we knew that we were seeing the economic turmoil that we are imagine graduating right now and what that looks like and it's a it's a challenging window that a lot of young people are facing so yeah so we're we're excited to be able to provide that bridge
1: yeah it is exciting uh, and it brings us back, I think, to, to where we began, talking about uh, how common it seems now that uh, financial brokers offer education about the markets, about the economy, and so on. Um, Andrew, I'd love to get your insights into why. Uh, well, you know, why do broker-dealers provide education to their clients?
2: I think, u- ultimately, it's because you you know you get a client, doesn't matter what kind of business you're in, and you want to make that journey for that client. Uh, as long as possible, you, you, you want to keep hold of a client. So when some people start investing, it becomes a hobby for them. So they they've they no idea what to look at. They, they you know, they want to learn as much as they possibly can about it. So it becomes that hobby. Um, we, like any broker, want to maintain the longevity of a client. Uh, and we also we don't want somebody to fail. We want them to know how to make a profit. And how to avoid a loss so there's the risk management aspect of it yeah. by making sure that people are clear on what the objectives are how to use the software how to understand the market um, you know a lot of people start up with stocks They're either they most people have a 401k uh, they know something not a lot often about the stock market they might be given um, stocks from the from their employer um, so yeah. introducing them to the benefits or the risks of additional asset classes is is also part of that journey but you know for, for, for interactive brokers we kind of pride ourselves in having clients that are savvier than at other brokerage companies and it's um, it's it's making that journey from perhaps being a hobby investor to a professional trader yeah. uh, as, as people see their 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 wealth grow uh, that that's a lot of what the education effort can help them achieve
1: and I know we're always updating our material, uh, offering new lessons, new courses. So, uh,
2: so what's new in the world of Traders Academy? So, the the big endeavor in the first quarter of 2022 was the launch of uh, Introduction to Microeconomics and Intro to Macroeconomics material, and the approach here is to help non-financial market students to understand how the economy works and to learn about what drives markets. And our in-house economics team has also added some great material about key economic indicators in the United States and throughout the year that's being rolled out to Europe and Asian economies too yeah there's been quite a bit of focus as I think
1: you know everyone knows in terms of uh, inflation and all sorts of economic data points that you know people are, are are really closely looking at now
2: there's that's right I mean there's so much going on in the market in the first six months of this year um, that you've got to have a way of understanding what's moving markets yeah. and you know sometimes you're getting day after day after day after day of sometimes it's it's better news but for the main part it's it's really driven asset prices down and you've got to try and piece it together so you know you you need to be prepared educationally to try and understand what's happening in different asset classes
1: yeah yeah and piecing it all together is yeah, it's one of the. I mean, it's it's one of the hardest challenges, and these these courses are really, really making understanding each uh, macroeconomic or microeconomic data point uh, really clear. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's great. I mean, I urge anyone listening to this who hasn't seen these courses or or any of the courses in Traders Academy to you know definitely check it out. Um, and so outside of interactive brokers, and I suppose the initiative also with Game Gameplan, um, how is our education seen or delivered? I mean, what's, what's the reach of our education outside of our backyard?
2: Well, helping would-be investors learn about finance, markets, and economics is, is a great way to let people know that you even exist. And one of this company's greatest features is its global reach. So we made an effort to work with several online venues to add value. We launched API, or coding courses, on Udemy, which is a mass online open course educator uh, and th- those courses have been extremely well received by computational students. As I said earlier, I mentioned the IBKR quant blog, um, there's, there's, there's real big demand for that kind of education. And we added highly targeted course material on Coursera a couple of years ago and each week we get reports showing we got, we're getting a constant stream of new students wanting to learn about equities, forex and bonds.
1: I mean, just the whole evolution and genesis of the IBKR campus. I mean, it's it's really grown by leaps and bounds. Um, and again, I, I sincerely urge uh, anyone listening here to this podcast to check out any one of the six pillars, uh, if not all of them. Uh, and Andrew, where can where can people go?
2: So, tradersacademy.online will get you to the Traders Academy. You can register for any of our webinars at ibkrwebinars.com and just look through the contributors section to see the vast array of people we've worked with just in the last couple of years uh, alone. And you can download any of the presentations from there, as well as uh, dip in and out of any of those recordings. And then for market color, check out tradersinsight.news.
1: Yeah, and that you can look at daily, right? That's that's Refresh Daily. That's
2: Refresh Daily, and we get some fantastic in-house commentary from yourself, um, from our colleague Steve Sosnick, who also sits in on these podcasts from time to time, as well as market color on an intraday, weekly, and monthly basis from any of those, probably I'd say 100 plus contributors these days.
1: Yeah, there's quite a few, uh, and it's really a nice variety, right? A great diversity of different opinions, different videos, um, Podcasts, yeah, uh, and you'll you'll get not only a, a rundown of daily market news, right, but also great commentary in terms of charts from 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 chartists and from economists, from analysts. I mean, it's a really great great resource.
2: And you can have it delivered directly to your inbox by clicking on the button to sign up for Trader's Insight email.
1: It's a terrific learning opportunity. Uh, yeah, not only for people who are. Who are, who are uh, uh, listening to this, but also I have to say for, for myself um, and, and contributing to it. I mean, there's any number of things that can be written about on, on a daily basis and what's driving markets, not only in, in the U.S., but, but globally. I mean, it, it's a fantastic resource. Uh, then, uh, Andrew, I want to thank you both again for, for taking the time to do this. Uh, there's been quite a lot of attention placed on financial education these days and for good reason and I'm very excited to see how our collaboration unfolds. Um, We'll have to have a follow-up at some point with, with uh, updates. uh, So everyone look out for that. Uh, Again, Vin, Andrew, uh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, And uh, for our listeners out there, you can learn more about game plans and interactive brokers, new investor education program at wearegameplan.com and be sure to check out the IBQR campus. Uh, for a wealth of free financial and economic educational offerings. Uh, And until next time, I'm Stephen Levine with Interactive Brokers. Thanks for listening to Traders Insight Radio. As always, there's more content at tradersinsight.news. And if you're interested in learning more about Interactive Brokers, visit ibkr.com. We offer more trading education materials such as webinars at ibkrwebinars.com, market related courses at tradersacademy.online, and quant related articles at ibkrquant.com. Any discussion or mention of an ETF is not to be construed as recommendation, promotion, or solicitation. All investors should review and consider associated investment risks, charges, and expenses of the investment company or fund prior to investing. Before acting on this material, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and, as necessary, seek professional advice. Interactive Brokers is not affiliated with and does not endorse or recommend any third-party investment information, advice, services, or products discussed in this episode. The analysis in this material is provided for information only and is not and should not be construed as an offer to sell or the solicitation of an offer to buy any security. To the extent that this material discusses general market activity, industry, or sector trends, or other broad-based economic or political conditions, it should not be construed as research or investment advice. To the extent that it includes reference References to specific securities, commodities, currencies, or other instruments, those references do not constitute a recommendation by IBKR to buy, sell, or hold such investments. The material does not and is not intended to take into account the particular financial conditions, investment objectives, or requirements of individual customers. Before acting on this material, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and is necessary. seek professional advice.